this episode of Cult Transmissions will put hair on your chest. Avoid pain. Keep repeating to yourself. It's only a movie. This is Cult Transmissions Podcast, where we talk about movies that are cool. With your hosts, Clay Bones, Eric Salazar, Brian Troth, Patrick Lowell. Now, let's talk. Alright, we're back with another episode of uh, Cult Transmissions. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about uh, the 1986 animated feature, Fist of the North Star. I sure hope nobody watched the live action one, because... <laughs> Actually, I, I actually hope somebody did. That'd be great. I watched a tiny <laughs> bit of it. I, I planned <laughs> on it, great. but I didn't. Just the, the three of us watching one movie and one watching something entirely different would be cool. And they it's are, yes, they are entirely different. It's probably going to happen. <laughs> I just hope it's not like there's Nightmare a, on Elm Street. Yeah, there's a, I know there's a white guy playing Kenshiro, but he still goes by the name Kenshiro, so that's that's cool. And he's bad. <laughs> excuse me uh so before we get into the movie though i did want to ask uh everybody about the maybe the goriest action movies they've seen because uh, this one is is something else oh. well one that jumps out the top of my head is ricky o story of ricky which i i knew that one was coming. we will I kind of feel like we that will one. surely cover at some point um Starship Troopers, as we have already covered, is up there. Uh, RoboCop, Shogun Assassin, and just for um, historical purposes, I put The Wild Bunch, because at the time it was oh, yeah, violent, for sure. uh, yeah. at least the most gunshots shown on camera. There's <laughs> some very gratuitous, gory squibs in uh, Wild Bunch, mm-hmm. yeah. That's all I got. Yeah, I, Easy. that's what I was thinking of. Ricky O was like my number one thought. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Uh, I forget. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I don't think of many besides what Troth said. Like the um, older. Yeah, Troth, I said one. Older samurai movies <laughs> with the blood spray and mm-hmm. chopped limbs. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, like I said, I just kind of. It's a, a warm up question. Uh, Patrick? I was going to say Ricky O. But oh yeah, I mean, and it. I think that one stands out because I feel like that's the closest to a live action manga or anime. anime. I mean, yeah, it's so cartoony. Uh, so <laughs> it's great. Yeah, there's uh, people literally tying their own uh, uh, blood veins together so they don't uh, bleed out. It's uh, it's gnarly. Uh, yeah, I don't. I just asked because once again, this movie is uh, it's it's really out there. It's probably I don't know. It's up there as far as like gory anime is concerned. I mean, it's been topped several times over. It's, uh, but uh, the the close the one that I I think is just the absolute nastiest, most gory movie I've seen, and it's another anime actually is uh, it's one called Apocalypse Zero, uh, which is uh, it's not a recommendation from me, but. Uh, if you want to see some really off the wall violence, that is, that is something you should consider. I haven't heard that. What year did it come out? Uh, 
Uh, it's like ninety something. Uh, I don't, I don't really know. Uh, probably mid to late nineties. Uh, it's, it's not like it's a me- media blasters. I think were the ones who brought it over. So, uh, their stuff's still pretty easy to find. Yeah. Even though they went uh, kaput. I miss. Uh, I miss all right. Uh, so. <laughs> so uh, yeah, let's talk about Fist of the North Star uh, before we get into the movie proper. Uh, a few little facts here. It was released March 8th, 1986. Had a budget of 700 million yen, which uh, is a decent chunk of change, but like I, we've talked about on several of the other animates, it's not like Akira big or anything. Uh, grossed 1.8 billion yen, so it did well uh it's based on uh the manga written by bronson and uh art by tetsuo hara uh the manga is pretty uh, pretty long-running manga it actually went for quite a while and it also had a tv series from 1984 to 1988 or 87 i'm not really sure uh that ran for 152 episodes and had a few like spinoff OVAs and videos released uh, over the years. This is uh, a pretty uh, prolific franchise. In fact, it's like considered one of the most top 20 profitable franchises of all time, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, fairly, uh, fairly, uh, I'm missing a word, so fuck, I'm not even going to try. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, the movie is uh, written by uh, Susumu Takaku, which is a hell of a name, and I've probably mispronounced it, and directed by uh, Toyo Ishida, who uh, famously also did the original Vampire Hunter D anime uh, not long after. Uh, it's produced by Toei Animation, the studio responsible for some of the biggest anime around, including Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Sailor Moon, One Piece, just to name a few, so... Uh, let's peep that trailer and then we'll dip into it. The earth lies shattered and broken. A ruined wasteland that is now struggling to sustain life. Humanity is near the end after a devastating global meltdown. The oceans have been boiled away in nuclear fire. The land is charred and disfigured, saturated with deadly toxins. Life is a nightmarish struggle. The radiation levels have created hideous, mutated human savages. Mentally deranged, they roam in search of food and water. Gruesome violence brings terrible death to those who encounter these murderous mutants. It is an orgy of chaos. Madness on a global scale. Savagery knows no limits. There are no nations no laws, no order. In this grim reality, the forces of good and evil are once more preparing to fight for the future of mankind. Far, far away, a star shines out from the blackness of space. A beacon for the lost, a symbol of hope, an unfailing comfort to those on a journey. Known as the North Star, it has, through the ages, meant many things to many men. Under this eternal light, 
walks the namesake of this star, a man of power and purity, a living beacon of hope destined to bring light into the darkness. He is a feared man, spoken of in hushed tones, a legendary fighter able to call on secret powers. Violence is met with worse violence as Ken destroys the forces of his evil half-brother. Heads roll, bodies fall, and the earth runs red as Ken draws ever nearer to Shin's stronghold in the city of the Southern Cross. The scene is set for an epic struggle between good and evil. What Shin started cannot be stopped. Many will die trying. Many will run, but there is only one Fist of the North Star. So we're back and we're going to talk about Fist of the North Star a little. Uh, I'm normally not one to do this, but uh, this movie kind of uh, needs one. So bit of a recap here. Uh, the film opens with a bit of narration about... Uh, like light and dark it's all pretty cliche stuff uh, and then we get a bit of uh footage of like a serene peaceful world uh, nice green fields and everything's great uh nature all of that uh, <laughs> and then we're uh shown a 1990 something nuclear holocaust <laughs> uh which is pretty incredible uh, it's really gross. You see bodies melting and uh, uh, a lot of destruction. It's there's like uh, there's at one point you see a bunch of bodies just like breathing out weird gases. I don't even know. It's it's weird and it's gross, but it's awesome. Uh, at, there's a like a massive boat stuck in a skyscraper. Uh, I wrote down in my notes. I thought that was remarkable. Uh, <laughs> And from there, we uh, we go straight into um, Shin, uh, who is our main character, Ken's best friend. Uh, he wants to fight Ken because Ken's got the girl, Julia, whose name in the uh, is, is Yuria, actually. But uh, uh, it's like 90s American dubbed anime so they're gonna change a lot of names on you but uh we're just jumping right into it uh shin's got the hots for julia so he's the fist of the uh, southern star uh compared to ken's fist of the north star and he wants the girl so he's willing to kill his best friend for him or for her i'm sorry and uh <laughs> it's kind of creepy but you gotta do what you gotta do i guess uh while he's uh there's a pretty brief fight sequence where you see uh the first of many uh random arterial sprays caused by stuff you don't know you don't really know what happened it's just the classic uh i don't know what they call it but the you know the samurai thing where two guys run at each other and then they end up on the opposite ends and one guy's fine and the other one's all fucked up <laughs> yeah he like cuts his yeah, because like all of his, and, yeah, uh, all of his arteries knees. are cutting, yeah, he's bleeding out. It's almost so. like a like a samurai version of joust. 
There's a name for it though. There's gotta be a duel. Yeah. A duel, I guess. No, I'm just know. talking about like that cinema. Uh, it doesn't matter. I'm on a tangent now. Uh, uh, so where was I at? Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, Ken's uh, getting his ass kicked because uh, you don't know. He just all of a sudden is getting his ass kicked. I, I have a question, Clay. Mm-hmm. Why was he just so submissive and taking it? Who can? Yeah. He's a bottom. No. <laughs> no, I mean, I he's so badass the rest of the movie. Like, why? Take me a second. Why does he just like <laughs> not pull out his powers there? <laughs> Whip out his powers. Uh... Whip him out. Shin's you... supposed to be a badass. Uh, well, Shin's his best friend. He's his BFF. He doesn't want to fight his BFF. Uh, well, when he's about to kill he's, you, you should probably. He's got fight caught back. up. Look, man, Ken, Ken got caught off guard. It's 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 not. Look. So what? He Trump kicked is your asking, ass. Okay. He has, so he currently has powers, though. Is what? Or does he not? Yeah, he's yeah, got powers. Just... Yeah, yeah. He's 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 the fist of the That's North Star, right? Like he's the best of like the North Star school. But uh, or at least the guy most worthy to be the fist of the North I, Star. I, I wasn't sure if I was supposed to take it as like he was like the disciplined uh, mm. student no. of the other guy and didn't want to fight his friend even though he could whoop his so, ass. I sort of, yeah. Ken, Ken is just he's total white meat, you know, uh, total white meat good guy. Uh, also, we should point out because I didn't really explain. Uh, kind of the uh feel of the movie basically imagine bruce lee in mad max yeah and you've got kinshiro in uh fist of the north star and that by the way is completely intentional the 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 manga the series the movie it they all wear their uh the that those two influences specifically on on its shirt sleeve so almost every Uh, almost every villain was pulled straight out of like road warrior yeah <laughs> yeah well even uh, what ken's wearing is like straight up yeah he's you know? straight up wearing mad max's costume basically Ma- yeah it is legit <laughs> bruce lee wearing mad max's costume it's it's awesome it's really it is every bit as cool as it sounds uh so yeah so as he's shen's beating up uh uh ken here he uh doesn't just he wants to embarrass him, I guess. So he puts a... No, that's right. He's torturing Ken, so uh, Julia, you know, will uh, join him willingly. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so he's... Uh, he With his finger, he puts one wound... He puts seven wounds in Ken's chest in very gross fashion, just shoving fingers through his uh, chest there. Uh, chest and stomach. And anyways, long story short, he puts seven wounds on him. So that's important. Uh, so uh, Shin and his goons uh, after ambushing Ken which is really why you know it was one on one we know who'd win it's the guy dressed like Mad Max alright he uh, after basically beating the shit out of him putting all those wounds they leave him for dead which is seems like an oversight and it is Uh, because it turns out uh, Rao's watching uh, along with uh, Jaggy, and they're both, uh, they're both also students of the North Star, uh, but, uh, shamed for one reason or another. So they're watching, uh, 
this entire time, and uh, Jackie is kind of trying to goad uh, Rao into uh, intervening, uh, but Rao thinks uh, Ken's way too weak to actually be the fist of the North Star, so he's just going to let Shin beat the shit out of him, and then he's going to go talk shit to their master. Uh, <laughs> be like, hey, Ken's dead, so I'm the fist of the North Star now. And the master's like, nah. <laughs> but he's dead, though. And so I'm going uh, to smash your statues. Well, didn't and he... also, it's really stormy out. <laughs> well, didn't I don't he, want... like, kill the master there? He does, but that scene's not very well described to you. So, uh, yeah, he does. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, uh, Sorry. Yeah, the uh, teacher man dies. And I don't even think he gets a name. He just gets... Uh, so, yeah, that happens. And Rao is talking shit to the skies on a cliff. And a storm happens. Uh, and as that's happening, uh, Jaggy is uh, going to actually check and make sure Ken's dead. And he's not. But Jaggy just uh, does him one better. <laughs> Says, uh, sleep well in hell. <laughs> and uh, buries him under some rubble. So, to recap, teacher dead. Ken left for dead. Shin took Julia. Rao thinks he's Fist of the North Star. And uh, we fast forward uh, uh, for a confusing length of time that we don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We don't know how how much time has passed, if it's been a week, uh, a few days, long enough to grow a beard. But it turns out that doesn't take very long. Uh, (laughs) So uh, uh, we're fast forwarding to uh, two characters we learned to be Bat and Lin are fleeing from a car. Uh, fleeing in a car, I'm sorry, from a gang of motorcycle madmen. Basically, think Road Warrior. Uh, they're caught and threatened uh, when Lynn, a mute, uh, lets out a silent scream with her mind, because she's cool, summoning Ken, who, uh, for some reason, he's uh, covered in mud, and it's awesome. Uh, he's covered in mud, and he's just walking through. I think he, I think this is the scene where he's just walking through buildings and they're just exploding uh-huh. just explode around him like he doesn't open doors he just walks into them and they just <laughs> explode it's pretty cool uh, <laughs> that's just how cool and manly Ken is yeah and not much of a head <laughs> yeah no, not uh, yeah he's a uh, bit uh, awkwardly designed yeah he's uh <laughs> He's got a lot of eyebrows, though. He's got <laughs> strong eyebrow game. Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're being chased. Uh, Lynn screams, but not because she can't hear, because she can't talk. Uh, and here comes Ken in a cape. Oh, no, in mud. He's in mud, and he's going to kick some ass. And the guy's like, hey, who are you, dummy? And they start, like, uh, throwing stuff at him, and the mud comes off. And I don't know why he's covered in mud. They don't even explain that. He was just covered in mud. Uh, Probably because he got buried in the rubble. I, uh, yeah, I guess. Or he's, blo- uh, he's walking through buildings getting blown up. <laughs> you know what? It's I'm I we we are all putting too much thought into it. I'm pretty sure it's because it looked cool, and they're like, "Yep, this looks cool. Do that." Uh, uh, Ken's got a beard too. Uh, anyways, they're like, "You're dumb," and he's like, "No, I'm not." 
And uh, here's where we see uh, how badass Ken is now, which, once again, could be a few days later or a couple of years. Who knows? <laughs> so uh, Ken kicks all of the uh, giant gangsters' asses uh, by what he does, which is to just touch some pressure points, do some karate kicks, tell these dudes they're already dead, and then walk away as they explode. Uh and it's awesome, and it's always, like, well animated. Uh, if you're watching this on uh, a DVD or online, which you could just punch it up on YouTube, it's there. Uh, what you see is, like, a, a really inconsistent video quality, right? Like, you'll see mm-hmm. uh, everything looks fine, everything's DVD quality, and then suddenly everything looks terrible. And it's normally, uh, like, the hyper-violent scenes, which okay, I've I've I don't know if this is true or not because I'm not you know an expert. I didn't do any research or anything. But uh, <laughs> what you think I'm gonna research a thing? I'm gonna do a podcast on? No, thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so what? I, what I as I understand it, it was edited heavily for like uh, releases in certain countries. Um, and I guess <laughs> whenever they edited it, they just cut out the actual... F- I don't know. Basically, long story short, is the way they restored those scenes, from what I gather, is they used, like, old VHS copies <laughs> or whatever. Like, I don't know. I, I I don't know how true it is. It's just what I read. It's what it looked uh, like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, just keep that in mind. As soon as it's about to get really awesome... Uh, Qualities are going to take a real dive, which, by the way, also not for nothing. It's not uncommon with old, like, 80s and 90s anime on DVD or Blu ray for this to be the case. Uh, so, yeah. Ken whoops some ass. He saves the kids. And uh, they basically take Ken back to Bat and Lynn's village. Uh, it doesn't really matter. Uh, Bat tells Lynn, or Ken, I'm sorry, that Lynn is uh, mute, but she used to talk a lot. Uh, And he's like, oh, she called out to me with her mind or something. And I guess, oh, yeah, shit. Uh, Julia has some plants. She wants to plant flowers, and Lynn can apparently do that. I don't know. It's dumb. (laughs) (laughs) This is not what we're here for. (laughs) Just make people explode already. Uh, it's boring. <laughs> and, uh, anyways, uh, the rest of, uh, Dickhead's gang comes in and, uh, what that does is that, uh, basically gives you time to see some more shit and kicking ass. And that's all that scene's there for. Uh, so more people, uh, get Bruce Lee yelled at and exploded. Uh, and that's cool. And we're moving on now. Because uh, so is Ken. He's basically Mad Max. He's just roaming the wasteland, kicking bad dudes' asses, saving the people, and then just like, well, I'd, you're probably fucked, but anyways, I gotta move on. So. <laughs> and we move on to a scene, like a weird scene, with just like a, what we presume to be a very tall lady being like, ooh, hello, through like a cape or whatever. And uh, surprise, no, it's not. It's a badass blue-haired guy named Ray. And he's built exactly like Ken is. Uh, 
that's about all there is to say about him. Where's Blue? Uh, uh, he kills a guy because the guy's like, hey, pretty lady, I'm going to rob you. And all of a sudden he's like, no, you're not. I'm a guy. And he dispatches him in a way that is also very cool, which is uh, he slices him up with, I don't know, uh, spirit fingers, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's like they all have a, a technique, you know? Yeah. And I mean, I don't know what his is, but it's pretty cool. It, it looks really cool. Uh, it's just tough to discern what happened. You're just like, <laughs> I don't know. He did a dance. There were some lines. Then a man fell apart. <laughs> that was pretty awesome, though. It was uh, Yeah, it looked like he got run through a deli slicer. It was great. It's a guy, great scene. Is that the guy he calls an ass wipe after he cuts his arms off? Uh, we'll go with that. Yeah, yeah. There's so. a scene where the poor guy gets his arms. Yeah, up. yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're right. I, I've got it right here in my notes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he dispatches the guy by cutting his arms off. That's right. Uh. Anyways, uh, so here's all we know, right? Oh, before he kills the guy, uh, he's looking for uh, the Fist of the North Star with seven wounds on his chest. Because that guy has kidnapped his sister. What a jerk. And it's not kid, not our kin. So we like that guy. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's uh, about all there is to say about that scene. Greg kills a guy. His sister's been kidnapped. I'm going to kill the Fist of the North Star. Not our kin. He's great. And he had a beard. Oh, yeah. Ken shaved his beard. Yeah, he's already back to normal. Yeah. Being a real baby-faced bozo. <laughs> baby-faced, thick neck, small, pencil-head geek. Yeah. <laughs> All neck, no head. What a freaking weirdo, man. <laughs> Uh, so anyways, we don't, we're not left in suspense for even a second. The next scene, right? A bunch of gangsters being like, pledge your loyalty to the fist of the North Star. His name's Jaggy. And we're like, no, it's not, you dick. (laughs) These are the guys uh, that are the, uh, early 90s WWF tag team guys, aren't they? If you mean to say they're the road warriors, quite literally. They they all, there's like a bunch of them. They all look, I mean, yeah. They qualify, obviously. But... There's only there's only one Road Warriors. No, but... I meant a lot of tag team looking dudes in this movie. Oh yeah, yeah. They all look like they came right out of uh, WWE. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I like uh, it. It's cool. Yeah, it was, it was fun. <laughs> it's, it's great. Uh, they're also. Uh, I don't think I adequately described how physically imposing these men are supposed to be. They're all like eight feet tall. Mm-hmm. Even though we're in a post-nuclear wasteland where resources are scarce, they are just pumping those boys full of, full of meat. Well, there's plenty of corpses else. to eat and bench press, so you don't mm. have anything else going on. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's what you do in Poe. All you do, you eat folks and you bench them. Yeah, that's all you do. You bench them and then you eat them. Yeah, you'll be hungry. <laughs> uh... So, uh, they're harassing these people, and there's a, <laughs> a scene where, like, they're about to make, like, hey, show your loyalty to the Fist of the North Star. 
by cutting your friend's head off, and they've buried some poor sap neck deep in mud or sand, I guess. They give this other guy a saw blade, and they cut his head off. And uh, he's about to, because he's like, well, fuck, I don't want to die. And he's like, then he wusses out. Like a nerd. <laughs> I, I'm trying to take on a very manly affectation for this particular episode, because <laughs> that's, the, that's, the, that's the host this episode deserves. Just the manliest <laughs> red meat badass. Uh, that's what I am. I don't know, uh, man. You could yeah. be the uh, the optimistic, hopeful hippie planting the seeds instead. <laughs> Lame. That's the, that doesn't sound like me at all. If That's you know why, me, you know I'm a badass. That that little side part was my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> <He's> just, <laughs> Troth was in it. <laughs> he's just in it for the. It's like I just love flowers, dude. I love I just, seeds, man. <laughs> I like seeds and plants, flowers. <laughs> I love botany, uh, man. Water, water world. <laughs> Plant of the North Star. <laughs> Plant of the North Star. Uh, so, <laughs> so, of the North Star. <laughs> that just sounds like a porno parody. Uh, <laughs> it should be. Uh, so, uh, we're really off track here. I haven't even gotten to the cool part yet. Ray comes along to kick some ass, and... Uh, Hey, so does Ken, and that's cool. Ken also fights. They fight together, and they they mess these goons up. So Ray's fighting, and so is Ken. Hey, cool, let's beat up these bad guys. You sure sound a lot like the Fist of the North Star, and you've got seven wounds, but we'll hash it out after we take out these goons. And that's verbatim what happens. So... More kicks, more screams, more people exploding, and more people getting diced up by uh, Ray, who's a pretty cool guy. If you get over the fact that he let his sister get kidnapped like a, you know, like a nerd. Coward. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, they are, uh, they're kicking ass. They save the, they save the nerds. Uh, but, uh, Okay, so uh, we go then go to uh, Jaggy, who uh, is the imposter uh, with the football helmet and the seven wounds. Uh, I guess he just gave himself seven wounds. It's like, well, nobody else but me knows about, uh, <laughs> like me and one other guy knows that Ken has these wounds. But in order for this to be authentic, I gotta. Put the same holes in me. (laughs) Uh, So, oh, this is after, by the way, uh, uh, Ken and Ray really sort out their differences at a campfire. He's like, hey, my sister's been kidnapped. And Ken's like, I'm just running around, uh, saving the day when I can. But I didn't kidnap your sister. He's like, you seem like a nice guy. Let's team up. Okay. (laughs) Pretty much. <laughs> this is that's actually like uh, real talk. That is that is basically the extent of uh, Ken and Ray's uh, uh, <laughs> uh, connection. Like that's the extent of them communicating to each other. But there's a scene later that's meant to be like emotional and impactful. 
that is just really funny to me as a result of like these guys don't really know each other that well uh, <laughs> true that is true <laughs> we'll talk about it <laughs> but uh, so uh, we get uh, Jaggy being a creep uh, he's keeping Ray's sister uh, I, I didn't bother to remember her name uh, as a slave and some nerd tells him that Ken's on his way to kick his ass. Uh, then we got a flashback to that time. <laughs> Ken kicked Jaggy's ass for being dumb. Uh, and Jaggy's head almost explodes because Ken's like, okay, so he's like, he points a gun at Ken. He's like, I can't even remember. He's just like, hey, you're a dick because you're good. You think you're better than me? And he's like, I don't know. Yeah, probably. He's like, no, you're not. He's like, hey, man, I still like you. He's like, I'm going to hit you with my gun now. And he does that. <laughs> and uh, what happens is Ken, using his badass Fist of the North Star technique, uh, is about to make uh, Jaggy's head explode. But Jaggy does some quick, you know, uh, uh, touching some pressure points, counter moves on himself to prevent his head from exploding. And he wraps it up in bandages <laughs> real quick. As if that is going to keep his head from exploding. And it does. Because that's the kind of world this is. Where manly men almost get their head exploded. But they're so goddamn manly. They just wrap that shit up real tight. Make sure it does it. It's pre- that's pretty um, pretty harsh of Kim. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, he got pistol whipped with a shotgun. So, I mean, it's not like... Here's... You know, you... you you come at the king, you better not miss. You know? I guess. His own brother. <laughs> I don't know if they're supposed to be brothers. They keep calling themselves brothers and nobody like points this out. Like Rao and Jaggy and Ken all say they're brothers. I don't know if this means they're brothers from the same school or if it means they're brothers from the same mother. Star brothers. Real life brothers or karate brothers? Yeah. You decide. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that happened. It's, it's kind of cool. I actually think it's kind of a fun little design. Like, like whoever thought of like, okay, so this guy, uh, his name's Jaggy and he's got his heads wrapped up in bandages. Cause you know how like our guy makes everybody's head explode. Like what if he almost makes this guy's head explode, but he's so goddamn manly. He basically just duct tapes that shit shut, wraps it up real tight, <laughs> calls it good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, you. Kind of movie a, you're doing. There's with. a plot twist right around this time, though, with uh, with Jaggy, basically revealing. Or it, yeah, it's revealed we're gonna get her. there. Oh, we're I gonna it was get the same there. Scene. It's not the same scene. We're in the flashback. <laughs> <laughs> well, in my notes, it's right there. Yeah. So. Oh no, you're good. Uh. So yeah. Uh. So Ken and Ray, they they show up and they're gonna kick Jaggy's butt right in the tuckus, uh, and they do. And okay, this scene's pretty great. Uh, you don't need to know much, right? Okay, the setup is they show up like, "Hey, let's fight," and he's like, uh, "Let's not." And he holds the sister hostage with his gun, and he's like, "Don't come at me, or I'll kill this sister." And then Ken just basically reverse uh, uh, psychology symptoms. Like, oh yeah, 
Yeah, you probably should, because you definitely, you could kick my ass. He's like, yeah, I know. He's like, I know, and that's why I'm, why I'm so scared of you. He's like, yeah, I know. You know what? I know you're so scared, so I'm going to fight you. <laughs> and this is basically how he prevents, prevents Ray's sister from getting shot. And then he's like, quickly, save your sister. You take on all these goons. I'm going to go beat up one guy who clearly kind of sucks. Seems like Ray's really doing the heavy lifting in this scene. And he really is. Because Ray's slicing and dicing. And it's a really cool <laughs> scene where, like, Ray slices one guy <laughs> into pieces. And all of his pieces, one by one, slide over, like, <laughs> perfectly. Right? So he, like, slices them. The guy, every piece slides one piece by the other, like a foot, to the side of him. <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then he, then he just falls apart. It's great. It's very, it's very. I, I'm laughing, but that doesn't mean it's legitimately awesome. It's actually a cool scene. Yeah, it is. And uh, honestly, I don't even remember much about the the Ray Jaggy fight. I don't think it's particularly uh, noteworthy. But like uh, Troth uh, almost almost blew up this whole scene. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, what happens is, uh, Jackie tells, uh, tells Ken, oh yeah, well also, by the way, the reason Shin, uh, almost killed you, and he took your girlfriend, is because I told him to. <laughs> but, like, here's where the movie gets somehow more dumb. S- somehow dumber, is the words I wanted instead. So what, what he says is, like, he, he goes to Shin. We get the actual flashback where he's like, hey, uh, Julia, my friend. I don't know why Shin is dumb enough to think that, like, Julia's just talking to Jaggy. This is, by the way, this is uh, head almost exploded Jaggy. Like, Jaggy and uh, 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 Ken have already had their, their falling out. Like, he's like, all right, well, you know, Ken almost blew up my head. But, like, me and his girlfriend are still cool. Me and Julia are still cool. And she she told me, she told me that she likes you more than she likes Ken. And Shen's like, yeah, she should. I got long hair. Uh, that was a joke. <laughs> Nobody laughed at it. But <laughs> got it. <laughs> but it's, it's fine. Uh, so what happened was, uh, uh, Shen shows up. So it kind of, it resets that whole first scene in like a really funny light. Like, do yourself a favor. Watch that scene, right? Watch up to this point. Like, watch watch the scene in sequential order. And then once Ken deals with Jaggy, uh, go ahead and take it back and watch that first scene again. <laughs> because apparently Shin said the entire time, Shin's like, well, she said she likes me, you know? She actually likes me more than she likes him so this is fine mm-hmm. uh, and he even like says dumb shit like during the time he's like actually almost killing Ken where he's like women am I right like sometimes they like you until someone better looking and stronger comes along <laughs> am I right <laughs> it turns out nope you've just been lied to and you're just dumb <laughs> uh, so that that's the thing they kick the butts and we're moving on. Uh, oh, no, we're not. Because uh, first we got to have uh, Ken. Did we already? Did I did. Oh, shit. Okay. This is time 
Clay takes you back to that time he didn't tell you about the time he cured the mute girl of being mute. So Ken's got this power, right, where he just uh, does a couple touches and all of a sudden the thing that had you all fucked up, he's Jesus. He's Jesus and he's Bruce Lee and he's Mad Max. So, like, earlier in the film, and I kind of breezed past this because I really just wanted to talk about how cool Ken is and how cool I am. Ken beats people up and makes them explode, and I'm cool because I like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so are you. You're all cool because you like it too, listeners. I like the seeds. <laughs> but yeah. what? Yeah, that's right. Trot does just like the seeds. But <laughs> everybody else is all about the butt kicking. Uh, so I, I did forget to mention that that uh, uh, mute Lynn she can talk now because uh, Ken made that happen, and he walked out of their lives uh, for a few minutes. So or a uh, or, or a couple of days we don't know. <laughs> the, the time in this movie is much like time in the year two thousand twenty. It moves strangely. This year's feels like it's been ten or so. Uh, so uh, yeah, Ken kicks the ass. He saves a sister, and also sister's blind. And and Ray's like, "Oh no, my sister's blind." So Ken's like, "Don't worry, I've got I've got the goods to make that shit work." <laughs> and then he like he cures her blindness, but she still won't open her eyes. Oh no, he cures the mind control because she's being mind controlled too. But then she won't open her eyes. She's like, oh, no, I hear my brother's voice. Oh, cool. And uh, he's like, uh, can you see me? He's like, no, I, too many pe- people died and stuff. I don't want to open my eyes. So he's like, well, she's going to have to open her eyes on her own because I did everything I could. Uh, and she's like, uh, everything's bad. And then, uh, fuck, I don't even remember. And it doesn't matter. This movie's dumb. It's a dumb caveman karate movie. <laughs> it's cool, but it's dumb as fuck. So what happens is they, they kind of come rolling out, and uh, here's Bat and Lynn for some reason. I don't even remember. They're, Bat and Lynn got there somehow. I, I can't remember. that. I think some... They're all buddies now. Who fucking... Fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> Lynn shows up and she's like, I got a flower. <laughs> she plants the, fl- oh yeah, Ken gave her flowers. To- oh yeah, okay, so let's go back to that time Clay forgot to mention the fact that Julia gave Ken flowers uh, before she left him for the more handsome Shin. So Ken uh, has these flowers and then as he's about to leave after he cures uh, Fuckface's blindness, he gives her the, uh, he gives her the, uh, the seeds like hey you can do this too and the only other person i can do this was my girlfriend so good for you You both got pink hair uh so she plants a flower and like lo and behold it's starting to bloom so they're just carrying it around in a in a face satchel (laughs) doesn't matter anyways they're carrying around a flower uh don't ever correct me again (laughs) They're carrying around a flower, and uh, she's like, hey, look at this flower. And uh, Ray's sister does. This pauses for a dramatic effect, so I just, I'm just i going to let that whole sequence just kind of wash over you, because that's it's dumb. 
<laughs> she wanted to it's, see something beautiful. Yeah, that's she sounds did. like a pretty pivotal point in the story, Clay. Like I said, the flowers are the most important part. <laughs> Trust, tr- okay, I was halfway committed to dumb host character. Troth is all the way in on being flower boy now. <laughs> uh, I knew once she, once she handed him those seeds at the beginning, they were the most important part of the movie. <clears throat> Troth just watching Fist of the North, so like, I don't know why these guys can't talk it out. Why are these guys so angry <laughs> when there's flowers they could be marveling at? Hey guys, let's not fight over resources. Let's get all the all the seeds. They should be cultivating entire, you know, fields and just leave (laughs) each other alone. Uh, So, uh, back in the real world where men are men and flowers are for sissies, uh, what what happens is we're uh, introduced to Rao and his army. And they're pretty cool. Yeah, Yeah, I think Rao's awesome. This was a fun part. (laughs) This part is really fun. Uh, so we have uh, Rao's army, and it's massive, and it's it's rolling up on uh, another guy's uh, crew. This guy's okay. Everybody in this movie, I would once again like to point out, that's not like one of the main characters is just like here's bad army general number five. It's like eight feet tall. Yeah. Uh, but this giant guy is like twenty feet tall. Uh, Oh, and uh, Rao's got cool new armor, and he does he never gets off his horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what happens is we see a you know a pretty fun you know uh, fight sequence, which uh, new guy's army's getting routed, right? They're getting wrecked, but he doesn't give a shit because he's twenty feet tall, and he's like, I'm gonna turn into metal, and he does, and that's fucking cool. And for like the next two minutes, we basically just see this guy. Just laying waste to to Rao's army, and Rao is pretty laissez-faire about the whole thing. He's like, yeah, whatever. Uh, I mean, like thousands of my guys are getting slaughtered, and they're just like crawling on this guy. It's like he's a boss on Shadow of the Colossus, mm-hmm. and he's just swatting him away in chunks of gore. You know, just exploding like you would a bunch of flies. Anyways, <clears throat> this happens, and he just rolls right up on Rao, and he's like, "You're dumb." And Rao's like, no, I'm not. You're dumb. Uh, check this shit out. Uh, it's like, no, metal. And Rao, without even like, uh, without even moving, uh, uh, wrecks this guy. Right? He just sends him flying into uh, into a uh, uh, a boulder or whatever. And at first, he just kind of like gets up. And he's like, oh shit! And then you find out like he's coming apart, like all these cracks in his his metal, and just like. He just he eventually just kind of explodes in like bits of metallic gore that just slide out like one frozen metallic piece of gore at a time. Uh, I can't with <laughs> words do this scene justice, but it is legitimately the coolest scene in the entire movie. Uh, at least I I think so. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> We've put it to a vote. <laughs> this is a three to one. Everybody's favorite scene. No, oh, I said it Trots was cool. is Trots is still the flowers. He mm-hmm. thinks it's cool, but it's when not the coolest. Little girl came and like showed up with the flower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trots like that's nice. She saved, she saved the movie. <laughs> saved the day. Oh, that's that's sweet of her. Uh, 
All right. So that happened. Uh, so now we're going to another bad guy, right? Because it's not just Rao, right? It's Shin also. Uh, Julia's sad and Shin is an incel now because he's like showering uh, Earl Gore with gifts like your uh, alt-right cousin who thinks uh, thinks it's women's fault that they won't have sex with him and not his at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why women won't date me even though I don't want them to have rights. Mm-hmm. Since, since you brought up sex... Uh... The scene with Julia, the only scene with any nudity in this movie, to my knowledge. Yeah, the most boring anime titties ever. What the fuck is happening? (laughs) (laughs) Is she a Barbie? Uh, Okay, yeah, we'll we'll get there. Let me me set it up, and then you can talk about them titties some more, because I I do want to get into this. This is is a problem. I've been rather quiet until this moment in my notes. this 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 is a problem. Okay, so yeah, we'll get there. Okay, so Shin's like, why don't you love me? I give you all the gifts. All these gifts. And she's like, yeah, you, you kind of killed my boyfriend. And, you know, threatened to kill him if I didn't come with you. So that's why. <clears throat> oh, but I've been, I've been cool ever since then. She's like, no, you haven't. Okay, and then some guy's like, Master, uh, Rao's rolling up on you. And also... Uh, Jackie's been killed by the fist of the North Star, they say. He's like, oh, I thought I killed, I thought he was dead, but okay, you know. Uh, and Julia overhears this, and she's like, oh, really? Ken's alive. Uh, so she decides she's going to run away. And here's the scene that Troth has alluded to. Uh, she has this beautiful dress uh, that she just snatches off of her body, and you see the most crudely drawn naked form <laughs> in in anime and i can't even tell if there's nipples no. drawn no they, or they're just nothing. not drawn are there two maybe maybe i thought there was like two just lazily drawn pink flecks on the titties no this is disappointing because here's the thing anime <laughs> boobs are uh are always uh well first off we're like we have to go back to like the nineties when I was like a 13 year old. Like this is like the part of the movie. It was my favorite. It was always my favorite part. Like here's the cool part about anime. There's asses being kicked and there's titties being shown. And like, you know, kid me was like, here we go here. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> why, why, didn't the, why didn't the illustrator finish the drawing? <laughs> it's like, why not? You're really, you're really blocking my cock here, dude. <laughs> well, here's what like here's what sucks, right? Is on the back of the VHS, like uh, not for kids. It's got graphic violence, adult situations, and nudity. And I was like, here we go. This Time is, for them this titties. Is it. Yeah, and nope. Oh, I knew. I thought I played the second that happened. I was like, I wonder what he thought in this scene. It's okay, Clay. I don't know if you got to watch Hard Ticket to Hawaii, but that would uh, no, that I, would actually, turn your frown upside down. So uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's basically uh, boobs, <laughs> boobs McGee the movie. Boobs the in credits, the in, the in credits are just just every nude scene in the like basically just a highlight reel of the whole movie. Well, 
yeah. yeah. It's just a good cal- uh, palate cleanser for that scene in Fist of the North Star. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that weird uh, titties. Uh, I actually did have this in my notes, if you would read them. Uh, uh, featuring, quote, the most boring pair of anime titties ever. End Polly Buckle reviews uh, the movie. That's just that's my that's my box quote. You put that on the uh, the DVD box. That should be the disclaimer, like when the credit before the credits roll. Not for children. The most boring anime titties ever. Look away, kids. There's better anime titties elsewhere. Be forewarned. One star. Uh, so, anyways, uh, Julia, she's free. No, she's not. She's been kidnapped by Rao. Uh oh. Uh, she, like, didn't even make it out of the city. She's in the subway, and she's opening the door, and there's Rao. He's like, yeah, I, was, I told you I was coming. I'm coming to beat this guy up. Uh, <clears throat> I really don't care about this uh, this bit that much. I did write in my notes for some reason, uh, let's talk about how bad Julia's voice acting is. Right. Uh, we can wait for that for a minute, because we'll touch on how bad the dub is here in a second. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Rao confronts Shin, so he's like, hey, I, uh, I stole your wife, I guess. And Shin's like, oh yeah, well, it doesn't matter, because she left me anyways. <laughs> and then, like, let's fight! And I guess they fight, you don't really know. Um, so here comes Ken, because he was coming for Shin anyways. Uh, uh, this scene now features 100% more Shin dying. So, like, none of this shit makes sense at all. They don't bother to explain, like, okay, so was Shin's army routed? Or what the fuck happened? Shin just shows up, or Ken just shows up, and there's Shin, not dead. We've seen what Rao does, right? Like, Rao just uh-huh. fucks shit up everywhere he goes. Just Mr. FSU himself, but not the gang, just the fuck shit up part. Uh, <laughs> or not Florida State University, either. Uh <laughs> So, uh, what happens is, here comes, uh, here comes the bad guy, uh, Ken, to be like, hey, I'm gonna beat you up, Shin, and, uh, Shin's like, okay, it doesn't matter, you know, Julia left me, fucking Rao came, my kingdom's done, man, shit sucks, and he's like, okay, well, let's fight, and they do. And uh, he's like, oh, I could tell you're way more powerful than that one time I beat you up and took your girlfriend. And Ken's like, yeah, I know. Uh, so they, they have a fight. And it's not even that bad. Like, he doesn't, like, head explode Shin or anything like that. He just kicks his ass. And he kills him. But, Shin, uh, Shin's kind of weird, though, at that point. He's like, yeah, yeah, Shin's, oh, there's no one else I'd rather kill me than the girl. Yeah, that, it's like, the guy I, that loves I'm that, my, Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad uh, you killed me. Uh, Save Julia. Uh, uh, somebody who loves Julia as much as I did. <laughs> Here's, this scene's great, too. Thanks for pointing this out, because I, I forgot to write this down. But the, the quote? Ken's like, Ken's like, nah, you loved her more. <laughs> well, he's like, he's like, no one <laughs> no one loves more than a madman or loves yeah, or No one more loves more madman. passionately than a madman. <laughs> I was like, what, dude? This fucking movie. This goddamn movie. Alright. <laughs> so, uh... It's time to move on from this scene. Uh, uh, Alright, so we get... 
Bat, Lynn, and Ray, right? Uh, they're at a town. Fucking, uh, we don't we don't really know, man. It, this movie doesn't really. It just kind of takes you from one place to the next, and they're like, sure, yeah. Bat, Lynn, and Ray are all hanging out. Fuck it, who cares? Uh, and they see uh, they're in. Oh yeah, that's right. Shin's like, oh yeah. Uh, uh, Rao took uh, Julia to Cassandra. This town's named Cassandra for some reason. Uh, so I was like, okay, I guess I'll go there, and that's where Ray and Lynn and Bat are, and. They're just chilling. They're like, oh, what's going on? An army coming through, huh? Oh, it's none of our business. Uh, but uh, uh, Miss Psychic Lynn is like, oh, hey, I know that girl. Sad girl in that car. That's Julia. That's Ken's girlfriend. So uh, they're like, oh, she must be held prisoner. She looks sad. And they're like, let's break her out, I guess. Uh, all right. Cool. But, uh, by Breaker, okay, so, you think they're on a rescue mission, they're like, hey, we found you in your prison cell, uh, so, let's break you out, oh, we can't, well, she just gives Julia the flower, Give her, gives her the flower, okay, cool, I, I didn't even know these could grow, but instead of rescuing her, all this does is, uh, it gets Julia busted, right, <laughs> she's like, like, Hey, who gave her that flower? So Rao's like, uh-uh, we're going to crucify this girl. So thanks a lot, kids. You didn't even break her out, and now you got her busted, and she's getting crucified on like a fucking 50-foot cross. Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, and But here comes uh, Ray, I guess. Because he's like, oh, no, they're going to... Uh, okay, so they're going to kill Julia, and that's uh, Ray's... That's Ken's, I'm sorry, it's Ken's girlfriend. Like, hey, Ken doesn't show up. We're going to kill everybody or whatever. So here comes Ray. He's like, God damn it. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll fight you, Rao. And uh, first he beats the shit out of uh, uh, Rao's, again, 10-foot-tall whip bro. Uh, just, just beats his ass. There's not even much to say about Whip Guy apart from like once his two-handed whips get dispatched by Ray, he pulls out, he decides to pull out some horns from his helmet, revealing the mini whip whips. Yeah, that was weird. The tentacle whips. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, Ray kicks his ass, uh, but he doesn't explode because that's not Ray's style. Uh, Ray kicks his ass and he slices him up. Whatever. Uh, then we have, you know, Ray's like, you're a jerk, so let's fight. Uh, at which point he's like, well, you know, I know I can't actually beat Rao. He's very obviously like, okay, I'm going to buy time for the kids to escape or whatever. Uh, so he's going to fight Rao. And, uh, as this is happening, we don't see anything really. We do, but there's a, you get a fucking montage, some great music. Some really good music. This is a time, yeah. if we can find it, where we just edit it right there. I'm like, there's great music. There it goes. <laughs> or not. Whatever. I'm not the boss. I just Just, just don't play the uh, 70s soap opera intro music. 
You know what yeah, I'm talking it was about. Weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so as uh, Ray's getting his ass whooped, uh, Ken's walking very slowly, and that's you find out why this is annoying here in a second. So Ken's walking slowly. Ray's getting his ass kicked. Uh, <laughs> okay, so Ray's obviously getting his ass handed to him by uh, Rao, and uh, Ken arrives right as Ray's been mortally wounded. Uh, but like, I mean, right after, like immediately after, you know, like if, if Ken had maybe picked up the pace to like a light jog, maybe Ray wouldn't be dead. But before Ray dies, he, <laughs> and remember how I told you, these guys don't know each other that well. They've said like five words to each other, or at the very least, the movie hasn't done any legwork to make you believe this is some kind of bromance, right? Uh, <laughs> Ray gives a weirdly impassioned speech like, Ken, uh, it's your, uh, it's your, your destiny to uh, not die. It's your destiny to protect Lynn and, you know, repopulate the earth with flowers, which, once again, it's what, it's what Trot's rooting for. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's suspenseful. And, he's like, <laughs> and then he dies, right? He's like, so don't fight Rao because he's going to kill you. Just save the world instead. And he dies. And immediately, like not even a second, there's not one beat is missed. Immediately, like, he's like, Ugh, I'm going to kick your ass, Rao. Yeah. He's like, and it's like, consider, because Ray's really driving this point home. He's like, considering it, consider it my dying wish that you not fight. He's like, ah, dies. Well, I'm not going to answer that. Like, fuck you, Come bro. over here, Rao. I'm going to beat your ass. It's like, fuck it's you. Like, I don't little... know you. <laughs> you know, that could be it. He's like, fuck it. I only, only, I barely knew that guy. I'm fine with him dying. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm going to take it all back. Actually, it makes perfect sense that he would just be like, yeah, yeah fuck it. What do I care? Uh, even, anyways, I'm gonna fight. Where's contacts, man? Where? <laughs> not even in my top eight on MySpace. <laughs> uh, so, uh, here's the fight scene, kind of. Uh, and this fight scene goes uh, full on Dragon Ball Z, except with a lot of gore. Where there's a lot of screaming, a lot of men glowing, and there's some karate kicks. Uh, uh, oh yeah, and uh, their power levels start to uh, go up, right? Like, ah, Dragon Ball Z style, like I said. Um, <laughs> I did like the uh, men glowing. It was like a, the la- yeah, uh, last dragon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, but like, <laughs> what's funny is like, uh, they're destroying the city as they're like powering up in this climactic battle, and uh, uh, Julius Cross gets uh, dropped as a result, gets broken and dropped, and here comes Bat and Lynn, like convenient plot devices to uh, un- unbind her and uh, you know, make sure she's okay. Uh, and then they, I guess they get out. We don't really know where they fucking go. Uh, uh, Ken and, and Rao are fighting, uh, but Rao eventually gets the best of Ken. Uh, so what happens here is uh, he's about to kill Ken, and he's being a dick the entire time. I want to point out, because there's about to be a, a, a face turn here, but it's it's not very well earned here. Like, uh, he's been like, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, our dad, our, our like mentor, uh, yeah, I killed him because he liked you better. So fuck you, Ken. And then they start really fighting, and he's almost got, he's almost killed Ken. 
Uh, except for here comes Lynn right before he kills Ken. She's like, no, don't, don't kill Ken. So at which point Rao is like, come here, child. Let me show you how nice of a guy I am. It's like, hey, uh, you seem like a pretty, pretty neat kid. So I'm, I'm gonna, I see something in you. So I'm not, I'm not gonna kill Ken. Uh, and he walks away. This is not me, like, okay, like, I've obviously been kind of joking for most of this podcast, but, like, that's seriously what fucking happens. Like, there's, I'm not, like, exaggerating. It's literally that. Like, yeah. Rao goes from being a complete dickhead who just killed Ray, the handsome one, <laughs> and uh, uh, a little girl asks him to, to not do it. He's like, yeah, you make a good point. <laughs> well, he he knew she was um like yeah, special he knew, he, or yeah, whatever in that yeah. parade scene. Remember? Sure. Yeah. That's. He noticed her in the crowd. Out of all those yeah. people, he like sensed her. Yeah. I knew that would have some sort of a. Oh, relevance. that's right. He did. Yeah. Yeah. He, did. he like felt her like fucking Jedi. <clears throat> uh. So, anyways, yeah, that scene happened. And it's pretty anticlimactic because, like, the whole movie's been built like, Ken's gonna fight someone, and it's gonna be epic, and it's cool. It's, I mean, it's a cool fight scene, you know. But uh, uh, when it comes time for the the climax, like the payoff, the reward, it's like, nope, you don't get one. <laughs> <laughs> and the Darth Vader just walks the fuck off screen. Yeah. Basically, what's that? What that's like? So who's Luke Skywalker's hero? gonna? He's like, nope, I'm gonna leave now. And that's that's how that ends, basically. Well, I'm gonna go so, plant. I'm gonna go plant my seeds. Yeah. So it's like, I guess like Kent's like, all right, I guess it's my destiny to protect these kids, but I'm not gonna do that. Because uh, yeah, oh yeah, Rao's like, hey, it's your destiny to protect this girl. Is she like saves the world or whatever? And he's like, okay, cool. Uh, anyways, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna go look for Julia because like. She's gone off and disappeared. So the film ends with the credits rolling as uh, 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 Ken goes on a walk about the goddamn desert. And in this walkabout, he's just uh, he's just walking. He stumbles upon a forest. Like, oh, cool. So Julia fucked off and grew a forest. Uh, except at the very end, you realize it's a mirage. It's just more fucking desert. And that's the end of the movie. It's literally the end of the movie. Wait, uh, it was a mirage? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He uh, imagined the trees? Yeah. Yeah, I he imagined the trees. He imagined seeing, uh, seeing Julia. I didn't catch uh, that part. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah I thought it was uh, a happy yeah. ending. No. Nope. No. Yeah, sorry, bud. Those That flower... Just like we got our, our, our fight blue balls, you got your flower blue balls, bud. Jesus. Yeah. Nobody's movie, happy. Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So <laughs> that was uh, Fist of the North Star, very crudely uh, narrated by yours truly. Uh, <laughs> what did we think? Uh, and I, I, I mean that because I – honestly don't really know what I think. I remember when I was a kid, I fucking loved this movie, but it turns out when I was a kid, uh, it didn't really take much to, to get me going. Like, oh yeah, a bunch of people explode and there's karate and it's Bruce Lee and Mad Max. That all seems cool. I mean, uh, like, I, I realized 
I really enjoy watching most anime, or at least the weird, violent ones we've been watching. Yeah. I, I'm like, I never find myself seeking it out, I've noticed. I'll never go, like, look for anything, streaming or anything. That's once why I all jump my picks into are anime. It, once I'm into it, I'm able to immerse myself and really enjoy it. And mm-hmm. I thought this one was kind of all over the place story-wise and <laughs> probably 10 too many characters, but, like, it was fun. We didn't yeah, it's even... a... It... Oh, go ahead. No, no, so you're good. We didn't even dive into his weird-ass fucking Street Fighter special move and fucking insane noise that he made. Yeah, that okay. That was fucking weird. Like, once that happened once, I was like, what the fuck just happened? I mean, he does it, like, five more times. But. I think I th- I think I kind of covered it. I, he okay. So Ken does he makes the uh, the Bruce Lee Yao sound every time he's kicking the shit out of people. Well, yeah, he does but, it. I mean, bunch. this is like a freaking automatic machine gun version of that. Yeah. Like, yes. Ah! It's like almost like <laughs> I can't even do it. It's it's. You, know, you got close. You got close. That was uh, that was very uh, was very convincing. But uh, no, I liked it. It was fun. Um, I don't know. I just wish they kind of, I think it focused too much on the violence and not mm. enough on the story at times, but it's fun. I mean, you knew, what you, I knew what I was getting into. It has a reputation, you know? I, yeah. I, I heard about how it's one of the more violent animes, so regardless, I was looking forward to it and having a fun time. I'd give it like a B, you know, not like, wow. didn't no, blow you're my being mind. way more, uh, like I had nostalgic goggles on, and uh, yeah. it's funny. I bought this on DVD. I, I think Discotech re-released it. Like I don't know, probably four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. And, and when I watched it, it was like the first time I had seen it in a while. So like, I had I guess kind of nostalgic goggles on. I was like, this well, is awesome. This is I'm great. Just, but I'm, like, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was just gonna say like this time when I watched it, because I was like, I'm gonna t- make all my friends watch uh, Fist of the North Star, and it's gonna be awesome. Uh, and they're gonna love it. And then, like, I watch it. I'm like, ah, fuck. I don't even know if I loved it. Uh, I, I'm I'm saying B in like, just simply the anime rankings of like what we watched. I wouldn't probably uh, give it a enough. B just in general. Maybe a <laughs> C enough. in that regard. It's not terrible, but it's not great. So you were grading on the anime curve. Well, I'm okay. just saying, like, I'm lumping them together because we've done a Fair lot enough. of them. But I mean, it's it's no fucking Vampire Hunter D or Akira. Yeah. Although the beginning was very Neo Tokyo to me, like the end of Akira, mm-hmm. when the shit was like going down. I meant to mention that and I forgot. But I mean, I guess I wouldn't even compared to those two, and even Ghost in the Shell. This is not a B. I I'm very wrong in that grade. <laughs> I'd say at least a C. But but yeah, I mean, it was fun. I don't regret watching it by any means. I even watched some of it again just to kind of catch up on some stuff that I forgot because it's been two weeks since we watched it. Yeah, it's been a minute. Easy. Yeah, I I thought the same. Um, I love the. I love. I do like the crazy characters and like how you know, like you were pointing out how big they were. Like they're just oversized. I don't know. It was it made it fun, like to fight. You know, it's like okay, that guy, he's big and muscly, so he's got to be able to kick some ass. And then, yeah. Then you see like the, the the. So Ken's not really the hero. (laughs) 
I would say Rao, I feel like Rao, Rao is the hero because <laughs> he didn't kill Ken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rao's the cooler one the of the two. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, it was fun. I mean, it, I mean, it was just you know, like I li- I like the es- the aesthetic of the Bruce Lee Mad Max. Mm-hmm. I noticed that immediately, <laughs> and then mm-hmm. especially when he fought. I mean, I didn't really know the Bruce Lee part until later in the film when he was started fighting. Not like too late, but then he was doing like Troth was saying the weird special move. Like, but it was fun. Yeah, it wasn't like based on what you've shown us before. <laughs> like, yeah, it's probably yeah, it's probably a the weakest anime. Yeah. But I don't know. It was fun. I'm glad I watched it. I probably would have never watched it anyway. So oh, that's cool. That's cool. I'm glad. Uh, glad I got to. It's <laughs> kind of why I always I've been making anime the picks lately. Is like you know what I've been trying to force these dudes to watch these goddamn movies, for, like since we've been friends, and this is going back like more than 15 years. It's like 16 years ago. I'm like, all right, you guys should be all like movies. Uh, I've got some anime you guys would like. I'm like, no, shut up. Those are cartoons. You're dumb. But no, so yeah, that's kind of why those are all get uh, picked. Uh, Patrick, do you have any thoughts on the film? Nope. No. <clears throat> yeah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Not um, one. Nope. Uh, I liked it. Honestly, you guys talked about the '70s soundtrack or whatever. I thought it. Kind of cool. It was different. It definitely showed its age. Uh, yeah, it that's like my favorite era of animation. You know, like Akira and stuff, where it it's just old looking, but I think it has. Like, yeah, it, it kind of feels own. like a really grody episode of uh, GI Joe. Yeah, it, well, and like the whole time I was like, man, I really want to go watch Heavy Metal. I haven't watched that in a while. It was just like that, Ooh. like the color and and I don't know. I liked it. It definitely. I got a little lost a couple of times. Just all the characters, and I, don't know, I feel like it could definitely be chopped down. But um, it's fun. I, I I didn't hate it. It's definitely not Akira, but you know that's that's setting the bar so high. I mean, you know that's that's a little unfair, I think. But yeah, it's yeah. cool. I've never seen it. I've heard of it, but yeah, it's fun. Yep. Well, it had uh, a very video game like esque vibe yeah, to it. I think that's what I got from it a lot. Like I was mm-hmm. like, okay, he's gonna walk through this, you know, village or whatever, and then he's gonna fight a boss, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's kind of what he did. It's like the yeah. raid, the, the raid series. They fucking just plow through as many villains as you can until your problems are solved. So you mm-hmm. mentioned uh, video games, and this is as uh, good a place as any to. Uh, bring this up do you guys remember by any chance the uh, professional wrestling fighting game from capcom on the super nintendo uh saturday night slam masters yes i have that on my i have that on my raspberry pi it's probably still to this day and uh you fucking wrestlemania 2000 on n64 nerds Mm -hmm. fuck off that game's great but it's the second best wrestling game ever compared to saturday night slam masters that game's awesome uh, it's possible you might have noticed that the characters in this kind of look 
passingly similar in the way they are is because uh, the character designs for that game were done by Tetsuo Hara. So. Cool. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Think about that next time you're huh. dusting off the old uh, SNES to play it or, you know, firing up your Raspberry Pi. Yeah. I am actually uh, going to look at that now. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> that's a really cool game. I, no joke. Uh, I could have done this whole podcast on that fucking game. I don't think he designed Hagar. Hagar came from Final Fight, so we just pulled him in from that. Also, uh, that game was supposed to be the uh, set in the same universe as Street Fighter 2. And at one point, it was going to be like the sequel to Street Fighter 2, I guess. Huh. It's a fucking wild game, and if you haven't played it, you should. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's, uh, that's all I've got. So uh, like us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, we don't have a Twitter, but you could probably follow somebody who's, I don't know, kind of cult transmissions-y. Uh-huh. It's an actual cult. Follow a cult on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Join we, a cult, kids. Do we need a Twitter? I've never even been on Twitter. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think it matters. I just, I just wanted to tell kids to join a cult on Twitter. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Sure uh, Better than a church. Yeah, probably. Uh, so anyways, that's it for me. Uh, nobody else has anything else. Uh, we'll wrap this up, and we'll see you next week where we're talking about something else that we're not going to tell you. Yeah, you got to wait. All righty. That's it for me. All right. Yeah, I'm All right. good. All right. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.